James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. James Golden, here with you on WABC Talk Radio 77, telephone number if you'd like to be part of today's program, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And yes, indeed, my friends, we have another busy news day. We'll try to get to as much of it as possible. And we've got a brand new podcast coming tomorrow. We'll talk about that in the show today. And this podcast, I am so, I'm excited about On the Border, which is the podcast that we have. And this is our third installment of that. And if you'd like to go to that, just go to all the podcasts under WABC on WABC's website, WABCradio.com, all the podcasts. And then you can scroll down. Now, you'll see the Bo Snurley Show, but the podcast that I'm talking about on the border isn't there. I do another podcast, so you have to scroll down near the end of the page, and you'll see it on the border. And I am telling you, Todd Benzman, who is with the Center for Immigration Studies, has been and routinely goes to our southern border and beyond. He also goes to the border of Guatemala, the other southern border, as he calls it, And the work that Todd has done in journalism, if he were allowed to have these stories that he's done placed in mainstream publications or lamestream, depending on how you look at them, like the New York Times or Washington Post or any of those, he would be up for a Pulitzer Prize because he's doing some ground, in my opinion, because he is doing some groundbreaking on-the-ground reporting that you are not going to find anywhere else, and you will not find it really in one place in the media except for this podcast on WABC's website. You can also find the podcast, by the way, on iTunes, on AmericanWireNews.com. You can also find it on Spotify. (laughs) Spotify. Maybe somebody will, will threaten to leave if they actually listen to it. Maybe one of these liberal artists will threaten to leave or any of the places iHeart's platform, this podcast is being distributed all over the place. And On the Border is one you won't want to miss. Tomorrow we have a new podcast coming. It is called Science is Golden. And it is, I am so excited about it. I'm excited about both of them, and we've got even more podcasts planned for you and coming up. Meanwhile, let us get started with Con Ed. Today is our first story. Many of you know what's coming because you've gotten your bills. Con Ed, of course, the huge electric utility giant that provides the New York area with so much of its electric power. While people are getting their bills, this story from Fox Business Con Edison bills surge in January, prompting outcry from New Yorkers. This is all you have to know. Many people, the 10 million people who live in New York City and Westchester who are getting their Con Ed bills, are surprised to learn, in some cases, that their bills have doubled. 
doubled in price. The price of energy is slamming New Yorkers. And if you want to know, ladies and gentlemen, why you New Yorkers, why you in this area are paying so much more for energy prices, look southward. But you don't have to go far southward just to Washington, D.C. or Delaware, because that's where Joe Biden still spends a lot of his time. Go to Delaware or Washington, D.C., Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the reason that your bills have one of the reasons, the main reason, the main culprit. Of course, there are other issues that are affecting this commodity, energy. But you cannot ignore Joe Biden and his reckless energy policies that started driving up the cost of energy almost as soon as he set foot in the White House. And now, as we've been warning, and we have been warning on this show, what energy prices are going to do for senior citizens, what they're going to do for the poor, what they're going to do for people on tight budget, it is now happening. Your January electric bills in some cases have doubled. If you got one of those bills, feel free to call us here. 800-848-WABC. It's not just New York. Another story from The Hill. Vulnerable Democrats call for gas tax suspension amid rising prices. Have you filled your car up with gasoline lately? It's so bad that now Democrats, Mark Kelly, Arizona, you know, the husband of uh, Gabby Giffords, and Senator Maggie Hansen from New Hampshire, another far lefty, are calling for the federal tax on gasoline to be suspended at least until next year. Why? Because they know what you're paying Here is from the Washington Times this morning. Biden's climate policies added $1,000 to America's energy bills in 2021, a new study finds. The study comes from conservative think tank Heartland Institute. The climate change agenda and the policies of Joe Biden have resulted in American families shelling out $1,000 more for energy than they did before Biden took office. Overall, electricity prices jumped 8% last year. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, from last year. Industrial energy prices 15% 15% up. That affects every business in America. Affects your prices. Last year, the price of home heating soared 43%. Natural gas prices up by 61%. And remember, the first thing that Joe Biden did was say no to the Keystone XL pipeline, and energy prices started soaring up from then and have not stopped. You want to know why you're paying so much more? Two words, Joe Biden. Let's turn to another topic. Entertainment topic, Adele. Now, I didn't even cover that business when Adele was crying all over the place because she had to cancel this tour. 
people are threatening to sue her. I think it was in Las Vegas. She waited till the night before the tour was supposed to start. People already traveling there had spent thousands of dollars. She canceled it with some excuse that most of her crew had COVID or something, and a lot of fans didn't believe her, this, that, the other. But today's story is different. Adele performed. She performed at the Brit Awards, Tuesday's Brit Awards. She was their Artist of the Year. And Adele said something that has fired up the left. Now, this used to be, and the reason that she went into this was because they used to have Best Male, Best Female Artist Awards. Now they don't. It's just the best artist, whatever. And she said, I understand why the name of this award has changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. And the audience, yay, yay, Adele, we're glad you're a woman too. All the teenage boys, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad you're a woman too, Adele. And then Adele said, I'm really proud of us. I'm, I really, really am. Okay, so she's a, a, she's proud to be a woman and a female artist. Well, not today, not today, sweetie. Online went nuts. Please, no, Adele can't be a a turf, a staunch feminist. That's some performer named Jacob. Thousands of Twitter followers. And then get this, these are the reactions to her saying, she's really proud to be a woman. She really, 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 really is. Here's another. This is the favorite response that I read in the story. Who would have thought Adele was a transphobe and would use her platform to call for the destruction of the trans community, especially confused teenagers? Others are so teed off with Adele, they said that they'll no longer spend another cent on her music and complained others that they had lost all respect for her for saying she's really, 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 really proud, really, really proud, really, 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 really proud of being a woman. How dare you, Adele? In today's world, one by, run by lefties, run by the cancel culture, run by I'm offended at everything that crosses my path. How dare you say, Adele, that you are proud to be a woman. You want to, by that remark, destroy the trans community. Now, in a different vein, this story is from the Free Beacon today, the Washington Free Beacon, freebeacon.com. Angie Craig, she's a Democrat congresswoman from Minnesota, used her time on the House floor yesterday to read in full a radical children's book on a young girl's gender transition. She used her five minutes of speaking time to read Calvin, a children's book, children's book, children's book, produced by the Human Rights Campaign Welcoming Schools Program, which... Her wife, her wife, Angie Craig's wife, Cheryl Green, wrote, I guess, 
or put out or whatever it says in here. It says put it out. There are implications to the phrase putting out, so I'm not even going to go there. Um, anyway, she read this 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 children's book about being a transgender. A boy in my heart and in my brain, and uh, whatever it is. And while she was on the floor, she made no mention of her wife's connection to the book. But this is what the left is pushing: that in while your kid's still trying to figure out how to speak English correctly, while they're still in their formative years, growing up, young years, they should be getting children's book on gender reassignment. And when someone objects to that, they're transphobic or TERFs or whatever else there is. There's another big fight going on because Florida has banned um, this kind of stuff in the curriculums. They want kids to focus on, imagine that. Florida wants kids to focus on learning things like reading, writing, history, learning civ- civics, learning things that they can actually use in their life and their careers that will help them grow before they start dealing with sexuality. So Florida said, while these kids are in grade school, leave all this sexual stuff out, this, this, this gender-bending stuff and all of it out. And this bill just, and by the way, it's not just, I'll have to find the language because the language is very important in this bill. Well, the White House is railing against it. And so are other leftist groups because Florida dares want to teach their kids while they're young and in grade school, other things than spending so much time dealing with sexual identities. I'll find those stories. We've got a lot more to go, so stay with us here. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, coming back right after this. Bo knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. Okay, Rich, you got me for like three seconds. And then I said, I'm your puppet. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy, with you here on WABC, Talk Radio 77. I'll do funny things if you want me to, baby. I'm your puppet. What kind of funny things, honey? Boy, you are calling them out, Rich. (laughs) All right, you know what we're going to do? We have people that want to respond to the opening monologue about uh, Con Ed. So, Rich, where should we start? All right, let us begin in Brooklyn and speak with Kevin. Kevin, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. Have you got your Con Ed bill yet, uh, Kevin? Yes, I have. Thank you. And I'm up in Westchester. Uh, Yes, it was 475 when it's regularly 260. Good grief. Were you... When you opened the envelope or saw it online, what was your first reaction? I was shocked. And I said, thank you, liberals, for closing the power plant up in uh, uh, up, up in Westchester. They closed the nuclear plant that's been on that, that's up there near uh, where? Up near um, Tarrytown, up near, um, what you call it, up near Poughkeepsie? Is it, is, where is that plant? An Indian, Indian, yeah. Indian right. Plant. 
Indian Point. Indian Point. I'm pretty sure it went to effect right around Christmas that it was the stage, the last stage that closed it. And I said to my wife, "Is a wait and see, Con Ed though." And there shows up. There it is. Bam. You know, it's it's almost doubled. And I'm in my office where I am, where I work. Uh, other guys I live in Westchester, six hundred and something dollar bills. When the regular bills were under two, under three hundred dollars. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Thank you, liberals, ruining the New York area as best you can. We're going to survive you anyway, but these liberals are doing a number on on the American people and especially on New Yorkers here in every way possible. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Where do we go next, Rich? Let's head out to Merrick, New York, and say hi to Jody. Jody, welcome. How are you this afternoon? Hey, what's going on, Bo? Uh, like I told you, screen call, I work for the company. And I just want to clear up some things that people don't realize. That's what's on a Con Ed bill. Okay. Uh, so basically, like I said, I, I, I lived in Queens for 20 years. So I had a Con Ed bill for 20 years. I worked for the company. What they don't realize is 20 years ago, the city and state made Con Edison sell off all the power plants. Because we used to distribute the electricity and produce the electricity with Indian Point, Big Bertha, and the other power plants. Con Edison don't own those power plants no more. All we do is distribute the electricity, meaning that we have to take care of all the lines, underground, above ground, all of that stuff. And when you look at your Con Ed bill, you'll see that, let's say you have a $200 bill, okay? Uh, you're going to see like $70 is going to be from Con Edison to distribute the power. The other $30 is all your city, state, and federal taxes. And the other 100 would be from the power plant that's distributing the electricity, charging you by the kilowatt. So, so Con Ed is a pass-through, you're saying. When it comes to the actual electricity, Con Ed is now a pass-through. You're not generating your own electricity. You're having to buy the electricity from a third party. You pass it through to the consumer, and they charge what they charge. That's correct. So if you got a $200 Con Ed bill, Con Edison might see $70 of that. So when you see that Con Edison wants to raise the percentage, 10.9% they're asking for, for next year, a 10.9%, that 10.9% is going to be just on the distributing, not the producing, not the taxes, nothing like that. And we haven't had a raise hike on our distribution since Sandy hit. Wow. And you got to remember, I work for transportation. We have a 1,000 trucks. The company's got to fill up those 1,000 trucks with gasoline and diesel, and you see the price went up, and everything goes up, and everything goes up. So, like, people are yelling at Con Ed. It's not Con Ed's fault. Thank Joe Biden. I said that in the monologue. Thank you, Joe Biden, and I appreciate, Jody, your call. And I just want to make another comment about that. The decision by New York politicos... And, of course, we're talking about Democrats in New York. To close the power plants, to close Indian Shore. You remember the Shoreham nuclear plant, which was closed? They had some problems at Shoreham. But you know what? In other countries in the world, and, yes, there have been problems with nuclear plants. We all know about Chernobyl. We all know about Japanese, the Japanese plant that went up like uh, and we know what happened there. But by and large, in this world, nuclear energy plants are relatively safe. You just don't want to be around the one that isn't. We all know about Three Mile Island here. So I understand people have the jitters when it comes to nuclear energy, but technology has improved so much that I believe we should be looking to move into nuke 
again, nuke energy again, as well as explore some other sources. But in the meantime, you have all of these liberals demanding that these power plants be cut. Why? So that they can satisfy their twinge that they get up their leg every time they hear the word global warming and this whole global warming fiasco that they say everything in the world is happening because of global warming and man-made global warming when in fact what they don't take there was an article i read over the weekend how the computer models now are causing problems because the computer models are wrong that's the upshot of it but the computer models have been wrong and that goes hitting and that's all that global warming this whole theory has come from these computer models that the liberals are using so here you are now having to pay double your energy bill because why liberals bought into this global warming business and they want to kill the economy in order to so-called save the earth, which they're not doing. Anyway, next telephone call. Where do we go, Rich? Let us get up to Pelham and say hi to Tom. Welcome, Tom. WABC Talk Radio 77. Good afternoon, James. How are you? Good, thank you. James, I'm grateful for the seven hours a week I get to listen to you, and you are my link to Rush Limbaugh, and I want to just mention that his passing is coming up on February 17th, the one-year anniversary, so everybody say a prayer for him and his family. Um, I want to talk about the Con Ed, and here's the point I want to make. It's going to really hurt people who are struggling to pay their bills. Anybody who's well-to-do has a few dollars and has resources, they're going to handle it okay. But the people who are going to really be crushed by this are the people who struggle to pay their bills. And this has got nothing to do with Con Ed. I think Con Ed is just there, really stuck in the middle, because they have to provide a service, as one of the last callers mentioned. Um, It's the government that's imposing these things upon them. And it's all about the Green New Deal. And, uh, you know, it's pretty much where where it's at. So, um, you know, this is all all the result of voting for a Democrat. The Democrats are just hell-bent on looking at the, the atmosphere and, and the climate. And, you know, I, I believe they're probably sincere in this, but what they're ultimately doing... They're making themselves rich with this. In, in the Look, they're making themselves rich with this. Do you know one of the first millionaires of all this global warming scam, if I have it correctly, was Al Gore? who was investing all the way through while he's scaring people to death. Okay, and he has made himself extremely wealthy off this global warming business, as have so many others. I don't know whether you remember the opening years of the Obama administration, all these solar energy and alternative energy companies that the administration had poured millions upon millions of your tax dollar money They all went bankrupt. They fired their employees. But the owners, who just happened to be Obama donors, all came out of it millionaires. This thing is so riddled with corruption. This whole global warming movement, as usual, follow the money. One of the Princess of Policy's edicts every week. Follow the money on this. And when you follow the money behind these global warming fanatics, you will see that they are invested in millions and millions and millions of dollars that enrich themselves, that enrich their organizations. And meanwhile, as you correctly pointed out, poor people across the nation, not just in New York, are paying the price. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. We are coming back. More of your calls. We've got more news, too. You have to keep it here. Don't go away. Entertaining 
and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, is on the air. 77 WABC. I, 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 this sounds like the opening to take five. You are correct, sir, as always. Wow, Rich. Now this is, folks, if you don't know this song, this is a standard around the world for jazz lovers. Now this, I'm trying to determine by the sound whether this is the Paul Desmond version. Because this, this song has been done by so many artists. It is a classic. Sounds like Paul Desmond or Stan Gertz. Who is it, Rich? It's actually uh, Dave Brubeck. Dave Brubeck, of course. Well, to me, Brubeck and uh, Paul Desmond sound very much alike. But anyway, great song. Al Jarreau did a version of this, a vocal version, that is just amazing. Maybe one day we'll add it to the library. Uh, okay. I'm look for that. Yeah, yeah. Al Jarreau, take five. It's a live version, and it's incredible. All right, there are some stories we got to get. This one from New Jersey. We're coming back to your telephone calls here on WABC. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. Keep your radio right here for Cats at Night coming up next. And here's a story out of New Jersey provided to us from Fox News today. New Jersey, three-year-old, a three-year-old, ladies and gentlemen, I repeat, a three-year-old has been kicked out of his speech therapy class due to mask mandates. The three-year-old's mother talked to Fox News last night. Now, understand what's happening here. He has speech therapy. His speech has been delayed. How do you teach kids and how do you work with them if they're in therapy? You have to look at their mouths. You have to show them how to speak. But these whacked-out, mask-happy liberals are so intent on the power that it gives them to say you must wear a mask that they kicked out a three-year-old child from his speech therapy class over the, object, over the objections of his mother because the kid wouldn't mask up while he's trying to learn how to talk. This is the American left. Now we have an apology. This happens, and this is just, to me, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Representative Joyce Beatty of Ohio Wednesday said she has no tolerance for bullying after a Republican, Hal Rogers, told her, quote, kiss my ass when she asked him to wear a face mask. This all happened... Tuesday, they were on the subway that runs beneath the Capitol. He gets on the subway, she gets on the subway, and she says to him, you know, put on your mask, put on your mask, whatever. He says, kiss my ass. Well, he has since apologized. This afternoon I met with Congresswoman Beatty to personally apologize. My words were not acceptable, and I expressed my regret to her first and foremost. And she's still walking around talking about bullying. Now, she happens to be the chairwoman of the Congressional Black Caucasians. 
And so that has some weight in Congress. But you know what? She said that she, he, she was just getting him to try to abide by the mandate that's passed in Congress. The mandate doesn't cover the subways. It only covers while you're in the chamber. He had every right to tell this busybody, know-it-all Democrat to kiss his ass. Mind your damn business, woman. But no, typical of Republicans, tail goes between the leg. I should say typical of a lot of Republican men. The Republican women don't stand for this crap. Tail goes between the leg, and here comes the apology. Oh, I'm sorry I said something to offend you. Mind your business, you little busybody. Put your own mask on and shut your damn mouth. I wish Republican men, some of these Republican men that are representing us, learn how to grow a pair. His initial instinct was right. Maybe the choice of words, okay. But his instinct was right. She should mind her business. Stacey Abrams apologized today after lying up a storm when the photos proved she wasn't wearing a mask with all those school kids. Blah, blah, blah. I could care less about Stacey Abrams. There's another little, another little thing brewing in Congress. Our good friend, Louis Gomert, I just tried to call him right before the show started. Um, he has been getting mail that has been routed through, and some of it was ages ago, like 2001. One marked September 2001, they just got to his office. You know where it was? It was over the Department of Justice. And then he's getting another, he got another piece of mail from a constituent that was sent four months ago. It, too, was sent to the Department of Justice. It was opened and x-rayed, and he wants to know what is going on. Now, this comes on the heels of another incident where another Texas Republican, Troy Neal's, had U.S. Capitol Police, uh, he, he alleges, in his office, dressing workers taking pictures of things in his office and documents. Well, the Inspector General for the U.S. Capitol Police is now opening investigation. I'm not going to comment too much on this. I want to see what's running here and what Nancy Pelosi is actually doing in that House of Representatives. 38 Republicans, apparently some of them who do have gonads from the Freedom Caucus, many of them, are demanding that Joe Biden submit to a cognitive test because, well, we don't even have to say why. We'll see whether that will be promptly ignored. Let us get back to the telephones very quickly. Rich, where should we go? Let us begin in Ridgefield, Connecticut, James, and say hi to John. John, welcome. How are you? Hey, James, I'm good. Uh, I'm actually calling uh, because I'm angry with you. I'm I'm upset about something you said a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I've been trying to call you since, but it's very busy, hard to get through. You use the N-word. You use the N-word just straight out. N-word, there it was. And I'm thinking, you know, how does this guy do this? Yeah, I did. We had a caller. Excuse me. We had a caller that called in and called me the N-word. That doesn't mean you have to. You're not allowed to say that. You're not my mother. I will say whatever the hell I want to say as long as it does not violate. As long as it does not violate broadcast standards. 
And I said it for a point. This guy called in to try to intimidate me by calling me the N-word. I am not intimidated by being called the N-word. And so I said it back. I'm offended. You know what? I'm well, offended. you can be offended. Really? Hey, John, it is totally your right to be offended. What it's I want your right you to be an, offended. What I want from you is an apology. I would. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I'm well, guess you. what, I my do friend? Don't hold your breath. Thank you for the call. I appreciate your call. I appreciate your disagreement. And I appreciate it that you're offended. I am not giving in to this coercion because you're offended. Be offended. You have every right to be offended by something you hear. I don't have to bend over and grab the ankles because you're offended. And by the way, the next time somebody calls into this show and calls me the N-word, I'm going to say it again because I'm not offended by it. And I'm not intimidated by it. And people can try to intimidate me all they want to, just like you're doing right now, and it's not going to work. So have a nice day. Be offended. Love your buddy. But sorry, I'm not giving in to this emotional extortion. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. Time to go to a break. James Golden, a.k.a. Boston Early, coming back right after this. Welcome to the golden age of radio. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, is on 77 WABC. Ah, so nice. You know, Valentine's Day is coming, and I'm going to try to come up with a special treat. Your face is beaming. Yes, it is. You say it's because you're dreaming. I know who I'm dreaming about. James Golden with you here, hoping your presence is indeed very pleasant. Our last caller was, and he's, offend, he's offended at because I said the N-word in reaction to somebody that called me a stinking N. Okay, and look, I, you know what? First of all, let's get rid of the double standards. By the double standard rules, I can say anything I want to. I dare you, Mr. Caller, the next time you run into Mr. Z or you run into uh, to Kanye, or you run into some of these gangster rappers up there, go up and tell them you're offended by their use of the N-word, if you dare, and see what happens. Okay, we have a double standard in society. It's a bad word except when black people use it, and I happen to be a black guy, so I can use it. But even if the, the double standard didn't exist, I'm going to respond to callers like that and let them in the world know I am not going to be intimidated by being called racist slurs. You're going to have to come up with a lot more than that to get me. And you know what? I pray for that guy. The guy sounded like he had had, what shall I say, one too many in the morning. He's probably got all kinds of problems. His spirit has problems. Obviously, this is not a person that functions from a moral center that would call in and do that, but I'm not going to be intimidated, and I'm not going to be like these wussy Republican men who run with their tail between their legs every time somebody says they're offended. If you're offended, go sit in the corner and be offended. I don't care. Be offended. That's your problem, not mine. And I don't say things, just to be really clear, I don't say things on this program to purposefully offend anybody. That is the last thing I want to do. I try not to say anything that's hurtful to anybody. I don't want to do that. But I'm not going to be intimidated, and I'm not, and you are never going to cancel my ass. Because I'm going to keep talking no matter what. 
James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, rapid phone time. Where are we going, Rich? Let us begin in Manhattan and say hi to Jeff. Jeff, welcome. What is on your mind this afternoon? About a million and two things, buddy. We'll have it one or two of them. I'm uh, replying to the um, caller that called a moment ago complaining to you, I should say crying, about your use of the N-word, which you used in context, I'm sure. Uh, you wouldn't do it for any other reason. You were replying to a caller that you didn't like what he called you. So we have a society right now where everybody is offended by something, and it really needs to end. We also need to end the way we vote in New York State because we need get, we need to get these tyrants out, especially Governor Hochul. She's still putting masks on these little kids, and it's a crying shame what's going on not only in the United States but in New York. It's disgusting. Have a great day, Bo. Thank you, Jeff. Love your call. Where do we go next? We are going to New Jersey and going to say hi to Tony. Welcome, Tony, WABC. Right to your thought, Tony. What's on your mind this afternoon? Hi, James. There, earlier this week, you were talking about the legislators trying to hand out crack pipes. I say no crack pipes. Fill up these shelves with food like they're supposed to. And if they want to clean the environment up, let them shovel the snow when it snows. Enough of this. We have to raise our standards. I love you. Have Thank a great you. Day. Thank you, Tony. Listen, that story has more to it. Not only are Democrats trying to now from this is the federal government, folks. This isn't some of these local moronic liberals. This is the Biden administration, Health and Human Services Department, trying to do a nationwide effort to give out crack pipes so that people can smoke their methamphetamine, so that they can smoke their crack cocaine. And now they want to also provide space for people to come shoot up their heroin. This is what you elected. All they're doing is encouraging more of this behavior. Now, you want to talk about something that you should be offended by? Be offended by that. Where do we go next, Rich? We will head out to the island and speak with Barry. Barry, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Mr. Snurdly. Good speaking to you, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Golden. I just want to uh, convey an interesting conversation I had with a fellow on the Orient Point Ferry. He asked me if I worked at, well, I told him I worked at the nuclear plant at Shoreham. And he went on to tell me all of his thoughts about nuclear energy. And we just so happened to pass by an area, and I pointed over to him. There was a periscope sticking up out of the water. I said, you know what that is? I said, that's a Trident nuclear submarine with a 98% enrichment reactor. I said, if Shoreham went online, it was a 4% enrichment reactor. If you walked away from the reactor, it would shut itself off. If you walked away from that submarine, it would blow Long Island into outer space. So to all these people that are anti-nuclear, they really need to wake up. Thank you for the call, Barry. Very insightful. Rich, where do we go next? We're going to go up to Yorktown and say hi to AJ. Welcome, AJ, WABC with James Golden. Hey, James, how are you? Good. Okay, first thing, love your show, love your swaggy, and the guy that that was offended. Uh, yeah, that Con Ed bill kind of got shot by it, uh, sticker shocked. My normal bill is about two and a quarter. 
opened it up five seventy five. Oh, seventy five. Yeah, I was about ready to call them, but I, I got to get on my. Uh, I, I don't even know how to approach this. I'm so livid right now. It's it's disgusting. This is what happens when you elect Democrats, and I'm not saying you personally. Hello, New York. Are you have have you had enough yet? Apparently, no. The crime in the streets that are raging. We've had over a 30% increase in crime. We have a mayor who just talks about it so far. We haven't seen it. We saw other brazen robberies. We saw another homeless guy crack a woman's skull open. We've seen crime after crime after crime after crime. We got a district attorney that wants to let the criminals out of jail. Not just here in every blue city. We've got crime running out of control. We've got empty shelves in stores. And what are these people talking about? They want to give out crack pipes. And they want to give a safe space so that you can shoot up your heroin. This is what happens when you elect Democrats. When is enough enough? And the only thing they're concerned about every day, race, race this, race, race that. You had that that, that horrid woman on MSNBC pretty much she went off on the Supreme Court again, and she pretty much called them a bunch of white male racists. And what is NBC going to do about it? Nothing. This is all they do. Divide Americans by race, by gender, raise the prices for everything, screw the economy, and screw you. That's your Democrat Party today. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy, where are we going next? Hey, let's head out to Wayne, New Jersey, and say hi to Paul. Hey, Paul, welcome. WABC hey. with James Golden. Hey, Mr. Golden, how you doing? A pleasure to talk to you. Uh, that, it's strange that that guy that called, was it? he didn't feel any uh, sympathy towards you. He right. just was upset that you responded to an idiot. And that, <laughs> that, three, and that three-year-old, you know, he, so he's going to stutter for the rest of his life. If he can't do the crime, don't do the time, you know what I'm saying? That's how idiotic these Democrats are. Boom. It's wacko. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Now, Rich, hold on to our cuts from the science tomorrow. We'll have to play them tomorrow. Tomorrow, folks, again, we have a new podcast starting, and I'm going to urge you, those of you science geeks especially, to tune. I just had a blast doing it. And, of course, go check out our On the Border podcast, wabcradio.com. Tomorrow we start Science is golden. We're talking to a man that is a physicist, an astronomer, mathematician, probably the only man on Earth who's been to the North Pole, South Pole, and the wreck of the Titanic, an atheist for years until science convinced him to become a devout Christian, 14 years at ABC News, three Emmy Awards as their science editor, and he's doing a podcast with yours truly on science. We start in deep outer space. James Golden with you here. And the name of that, it's going to publish tomorrow, WABC Radio and wherever else you get a podcast. It's called Science is Golden. And I urge you to check out the On the Border podcast and all of the rest of the WABC podcast. All right, folks. Busy show today. We've got so much more tomorrow. I'm going to hold some of these stories. Rich, hold those bites. Where do we end? We end with this. We live despite all the challenges, and there are many, and they're growing but we still live in the greatest city in the United States of America, in fact, the world. That would be our New York. Let us keep it. Let us take it back from these liberals and protect New York. 
We live in the greatest country humanity has ever witnessed. The United States of America, we are one of a kind. Be proud and love your America. God bless, protect each and every one of you and your families. Remember, John Katz coming up next. Keep it right here on WABC. See you tomorrow. Bye.